Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Now, tonight, I really don't know what I'm going to talk about. I came in the house tonight. I fixed me some breakfast for dinner, <laughs> and then I was just sitting up here for the past probably like 30 minutes. I had my camera set up, and I was sitting over here on the floor scrolling twitter because i was like i don't have anything to talk about tonight so tonight is going to be random conversations and i was hoping it'll come to me and then i said look it's going to take a while for me to get this video off of this camera i gotta stay up for that so i'm gonna wipe my makeup off and stuff while i you know wait for it to upload so i can post it and everything tonight so i was like i gotta post something i can't wait another minute so i just told myself just do it which is the first point of encouragement you know just do it you're not gonna always have the answers or know what to do but hopefully when you get inside of it and you get in the action of it you'll get inspired in the moment um and for me like I told y'all, y'all know I'm on this 365 days of posting and I'm committed to it. And if I miss a day, just know I'm going to come double, triple. If I miss three days, I'm hoping I don't get that far behind. But y'all seen me do it before. But, you know, like we talked about in episode one of this new year, you know, we have to make resolves. And once we resolve that we're going to do something, make up in our mind, do or die, this is going to happen, you know, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it, trying to make it happen. Well, not trying. I don't like using the word trying. I'm with making it happen. <laughs> so here I am. We having random conversations. So whatever it is that you need to do, just do it. Because hopefully when you get in the rhythm of it, you'll get inspired which brings me to what I'm doing with my students. So I have been given a grant for my students to do this project I wrote up. And even though I wrote it up in a way that in my mind was great to me, it's still a very good project. There are elements that when you get into something, you know, you don't really think about. And so I've been trying to reimagine it. And the more I feel like I tried to push for how I needed to look, it just was not working. And so now I'm just with my students and every day I walk in there, I have like a, a, a slight plan of where we're going, but it feels so good because it seems like I've only been back for two days, but it seems like every time I leave, I'm like, dang, okay, that was good. I can build on that and then I can do this. And that just kind of affirms, I don't want to talk about it too much in detail yet, but just because, you know, it's still unfolding for me, but you can probably speak to the same things in your life. Like sometimes you don't know all the details, but the more that you do it, it unfolds or, you know, maybe you haven't experienced that because, you know, you're probably waiting on all the answers or waiting to have it all together or waiting for it to come into fruition in a way that you have it in your mind before you take a step. And I would encourage you that sometimes the answer comes in the doing. Sometimes the answer comes while you're on your way there. Sometimes more inspiration comes for you to take a pivot or to go a new direction or this bigger and grander idea that's still doable 
comes in the process of you even headed in that, heading in that direction. And that's what I'm starting to find. And one of the reasons I'm being okay with that is because I told y'all how I wanted to be, I'm committed to being more present this year and more present just with my experience and with my life in every season. And also, I just want to enjoy where I'm at. I've been transparent about this in the first couple of episodes, or if you've been listening for a while, when I kind of started this podcast, I told y'all I love what I do. I love teaching, but I never saw myself teaching middle school. And so even still, though, I can get up and go to that job every single day. I do not see myself retiring from that job. I've never been one of those teachers who it's like, I found this dream job. It's a dance job. I want to retire here. Like that's never been me. Um, I know the type of lifestyle I want to have. I know that getting up and having nine, 10 hours of my day, like consumed with having to be at a job and clock in and out. That's just not for me, no matter how much I love what I'm actually doing. It's just not how I see the scope of my life. And that's not to look down on anybody who does like working a nine to five and love the routine of it. Because I think people know what they need. To me, that's not something that I necessarily need in order to structure my day or to know I got to get something done. Like right now, I'm not going to say I have to. I get the luxury of waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning to get my workout done. Because I know like when I get home, like I had my cheerleading and dance practice today. So if I'm not getting out till late in the evening and then when I come home, I told y'all I cooked for myself. By this time, if I'm committed to doing a video, you know, I got to get in the shower and stuff and then get in the bed to do this all over in the morning because I know I have to be at work. Or I'm going to sleep in for what, an extra 30, 45 minutes, you know. And miss my workout, but then, you know, get to working. And so, like, that's just not something I want to do, you know, for the next 10 years. Uh, nothing about that is really attractive, especially if it's an everyday thing. Um, no matter how much I love what I'm doing now, I see myself having my own schedule <laughs> and things like that. Still working, still working in my passion, still working in my purpose, but I just see it manifested another way. And so a lot of that helps motivate me. I was thinking about that, this thought, what I'm telling you this morning is that I got up and I was sitting at the stove because I had finished my workout, took a shower and I cooked right before I leave. And I was just like, if don't nothing else push me to continue to develop myself, continue to head in the direction that I'm heading and do it with some urgency, I don't know what else will, you know, and it's, and it's interesting because I know people who don't want to work a regular job, don't want to work under nobody, but it's also like they don't have no sense of urgency about like doing something about it. And when I say no sense of urgency, it's like, I don't know whether people think that 
like you're just gonna automatically be this stellar entrepreneur and like with the schedule somebody gives you you kind of piss poor at that I don't know if people make those two connections but it's like no who you are at this job is the same way you're going to be if you had to create your own schedule or create your own time if you're unorganized with the time you got right now on a job where they give you when you need to show up for work or you know if you got a little bit more flexibility maybe you're doing lower jobs but you still kind of do that mediocre what makes you think you know you're gonna have the skill set to be able to handle clientele and a growing clientele at all at, at that when you haven't built the consistency the dependability the efficiency to produce you know and I'm not saying that to be judgmental and I say that because I had to learn that when I first started choreographing I got one of my first choreographing job from a woman that I knew she used to be on a pro chair team and she before she started teaching full-time like in schools people knew her and she would go choreograph for teams and she was like yeah I do that all summer and it's really good money and she was like yeah I probably charge like 500 as a basic for teams but she said it just depends on the routine if I'm if I'm booked up the whole summer like me and my fiance, we go, we go vacation on that money. And so I'm seeing the dollar signs, even though, yes, I love the choreograph at the time. I hadn't choreographed like that enough, you know, I especially not drill teams and things like that, like choreographing for the concert stage. And you know it's more fluent. Sometimes it has this abstract storyline or it doesn't have a storyline at all. It's very different than if you are know the world of Drill Team or Palm Squad or you know, even if you look at pro cheer teams, that style is very different. And choreographing for that many girls or guys on the team is very different than choreographing for like modern dance. So I haven't choreographed at the time for teams like that since I was in high school and I was making up all of our routines as an officer my senior year and I graduated in 2011. So, you know, and this was and this was what I'm talking about was probably like three, four years ago. So she put me on with two different teams. They both reached out. One really liked what I did. I think one liked what I did. But I felt so bad because I charged her that 500 because this woman who knows what she's doing told me that's what she charged. And I feel like when I left that opportunity, I feel like I didn't deserve that money. And I'm very real with myself. You may be hearing or listening to this like, what, you don't deserve it. Uh, you And, I, and I'm, I'm just very real with myself. And the reason I say I don't deserve it is because one, she had already told her, you know, yes, I'll get done with it in one day. So she set like a five hour rehearsal for it was it probably wasn't five hours, it's probably like three or four. But that's still a lengthy amount of time just coming up with a two, three minute uh, dance. If you come in there prepared, well, I'm thinking I can come in there sort of like I do when I go choreograph on 
you know, my dancers for a con- concert stage and not taking into consideration how many dancers in the space that this can't be no long drawn out process, which I knew that given the time, but because I had sharpened the skills more of working to choreograph in a long drawn out day, week after week rehearsal, I didn't really prepare myself to go work with this team. So I didn't finish the dance the day that I was supposed to. And she had already booked me to come for a Saturday. That was inconvenient for their time because they're preparing for a competition season, but they're still in football season. So I think I can, I could, you know, people don't want to say nothing, but I could tell on her face she was kind of disappointed that I didn't finish because now she had to book me for another rehearsal. She didn't have to pay me anymore. Like she had paid me what I asked for up front, but now she has to inconvenience her team, her parents for another rehearsal that they just hadn't planned on. I felt bad about that. Like just my lack of efficiency because I didn't come in prepared. I didn't come in with my skill level being efficient though. The choreography I feel like was good. The process is inconvenient. And sometimes that can turn people off because if you've ever been on a team or in a drill team space or been a director, you want to cut timelines. So things that you fit in your schedule, like you want it to fit. And so that's why I felt like part of that, I didn't deserve that because I think also the woman who put me in contact with that, the reason she was able to charge those teams, and that was just her base price. Cause she's good. She's been dancing on pro teams and everything for years, you know? Uh, but and she and she gets recommended by other directors, which is a, always a good thing for you to, you know, be word of mouth. But that was her base level pay. I don't even think she really told me the real price. But the reason I bring that up, the reason she can probably charge that is because not only does she has good choreography, but I'm likely sure she's proficient. She comes in there with the dance done. I went to a conference this weekend And one of the aspects of that conference is that the high school teachers that come, they bring like one dancer from their school, but it's a lot of people. Like it's probably like six, 700 directors that come. So how many students is that if each of them bring one, you know, or if I would say a fourth of those teachers, probably like 400 of them bring one. There was a lot of girls, you know, if y'all follow some of my pages, my personal page, you'll see like clips of the dance. There was at least a hundred plus of these high school dancers. And within 48 hours, the choreographer that they had, had worked with all of their dancers and had their formations perfect. And the choreography looked like they had been working on it for months. I know I would have been like, there was no way I could have had this done and looking this show ready in amount of two days. I recognize and I acknowledge this woman really know what she doing, not just because the choreography was super outstanding because a lot of it was repetitive. But again, you know, in the drill team competition type world. Everything can look more dynamic when you have entrances and exits and formations and people doing the same thing, but at different times, that's what makes it more full. But even that takes a skill set. And so I'm honing in not to bore y'all with my dance lingo, 
but to bring back the fact it takes you don't want to skip steps in the process of who you're trying to become and that's what I have to remind myself every day when I think about the type of lifestyle I want and what I want to go do and what I want people to hire me for and the type of rooms I want to be in and, and the, the type of money I want to attract and what I want to be able to charge people confidently and them have no problem with it. I don't mind taking this slow road to make sure I build the necessary skills so that I probably undersell and always over deliver. Because I think in the past, even in my dance career, I think I oversold and then under delivered. And nobody has ever told me that, but I'm a self-critic of myself. And if they never really asked me back or not enthusiastic or they didn't tell a friend, like I pay attention to stuff like that. And, you know, I don't need y'all analyzing what I need to do or what I not need to do. The reason I'm telling you this it's for your, you know, so you can look and evaluate yourself. Like, are you allowing yourself to really get embedded in the season that you are in? Or are you trying to skip steps, you know, or have this elusive idea in your mind as if something is just going to happen overnight or that you're, you're deserving of something that you haven't really worked for and you haven't really put in the work for people to see you in that light? Because granted, you may be good, <laughs> You may be excellent. You may have a lot of value to offer even at this stage. But if you got this astronomical price you want to charge or that people should just trust you and know that you're offering this, this or that, it's just like that's you're going against natural law, you know, and that's something that I also have to tell myself like. It's okay to be patient in the process. It's okay because I know personally, I don't like the feeling of feeling, feeling as though I shortchanged somebody. Now, somebody just along the way complaining and I know like I did the dang thing. That's another story. But to critique myself and know uh, that wasn't really my best and I upcharged them or that wasn't really my best and I could have prepared. I don't never want to feel like that again. I don't never want to feel like that again. I want people to leave reviews unsolicited. I want people to speak my name in rooms just because, you know, what I offered them was so excellent and they wasn't expecting it. I want people to feel like I know she was going to be that good. And so I don't mind taking time in any area to really develop my skill set. And it doesn't mean at all either that while you're developing you can't offer your services or you can't even charge. That's not at all what I'm saying. But for me, I'll speak for me on my role. I'm just real particular now of what I'm charging people or what I'm offering or how I'm offering it or what I tell people I can do. Um, for instance, I had this camera. I've been taking pictures for a while and I feel like I'm naturally good at it. But there are things I'm still learning. So when I'm carrying my camera around, oftentimes... I've shot so many events in the past two months for totally free. I wasn't charging anybody because I just wanted to practice and I would give them the photos. I've got no negative feedback. They're like, these are amazing. You do this, you do this for a living. And of course I say, yeah, but haven't nobody paid me for them pictures, but that's me building my 
my repertoire and also me practicing. Now, if somebody come along and I feel like, yeah, I'm a charge, I'm still going to charge at a price that I feel like represents the process, the, the part of the process that I'm on. And the reason that's important to me is, is an integrity thing, but it's also just me acknowledging that when it's time to charge what I need to be charging, it's not even going to be a, <clears throat> a question. It's not even going to be a, oh, I can't. It's going to be like, this works so good. I'll pay it every time. And not just with my photos. Again, I was talking about my dance career. I'm talking about, you know, the lifestyle I want to live and things that I'm building. So, you know, I invite you to think about that same thing for whatever it is that you're doing, building, whatever it is that you're working towards. You know, don't shriek from small beginnings. Don't feel like you got to cheat the system or skip steps or worry about the outcome so much that you don't take in the season that you're actually in and you don't maximize this season because the next season is going to come. It's already on its way. And so what you don't want to happen is for that season to show up and you're unprepared or you're ill-prepared. You haven't built up the consistency to sustain the level that you're going to. You haven't built up the strength. You haven't built up the emotional awareness and intelligence. You haven't taken in enough knowledge to stay in that room and to stay interested in that room. You haven't built up the efficiency because even if you're you're good at what you do, the efficiency matters if you want to service more people at a higher level capacity. And so those are all the things that I think about. Like there is a, a, a place I used to get my locks done and I've had a, I don't want to say a love-hate relationship, <laughs> but I would go there and the more I feel like that they expand the more I'm like, I got to go to somebody else. I got to go to somebody else because they know what I'm about to be paying this money. Even if at this point, because they got more hands involved, they can be, I can get on their schedule sooner. Uh, they can also be the cheaper price because now they got a whole system. It's just like, it's too many kinks in that system when, yeah, this person I probably got to book a month out, but they good at what they do. And I'm not going to be dealing with these other business flaws that I feel like that shouldn't be falling through the cracks with more people. So in that's in that's just and people will make decisions like that, because sometimes, you know, if people are spending a well earned money, that's not the time that you want to be experimenting. That's not the time where you want to be, you know, doing people in, especially in this era of social media, when people ready to cancel, people ready to try to expose. And some of that you can't avoid just depending on the type of spirits on people. But some of that is kind of like, yeah, your business practice kind of whack. And that's something you should have did in the season when you weren't exposed to so much. But you skipped that step. You wanted to be exposed so soon and now you out here and you're not able to give people what you're promising or what, or, or you're not able to be who you say you are, you know, and I've been in that situation one too many times. And when I say one too many times, it's nothing that I'm proud of. And so I'm just sharing this with y'all because maybe you 
are in a season where, you know, sometimes you get frustrated or doubtful or impatient, you know, but try to find, you know, those those moments where you can just get deeper and sink into the process and where you can um, enjoy and enjoy is such a. I mean, that's different for everybody, but the way that I am trying to. I wouldn't say trying to the way that I've been experiencing in joy is that I get into the process. Like these past two days, I feel like are the most I've laughed and smiled authentically and just kind of let go with my kids in a way that I feel like I haven't in a while. Like I was getting so uptight, everything had to be done a certain way. And so now I'm going in just really focusing on the dance and the process and then letting the ideas come from there. I still come with a broad plan, but it's just a lot of things I really don't know. And so I'm becoming okay with being a beginner in certain spaces. I'm becoming okay with developing my skills, seeing what my mark is as a choreographer, as a director, and just really playing with that. And so that's me enjoying the process because there are parts of my work like actually having to get up and clock in and be in there all day that I can enjoy the kids while not liking that aspect because I know I don't see that as an end goal and so I invite you you know for whatever season you're in if your full dream hasn't manifested yet you're in the season that you're in for a reason and so I wouldn't forsake small beginnings so i love y'all so much this is all i have for you and i'll see you in the next one